VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. You could hear us on the radio from 1 until 4 every day, and then after 4 o'clock, you go to the John and Ken podcast. It's uh, John and Ken On Demand on the iHeart app and pick up anything you missed. I have to correct myself. I made a mistake. Oh, no. Rupert Murdoch does not own the Daily Mail. He oh. Own, he owns the Sun and the London Times. But Yeah. Uh, the well, Daily and Mail's, he does own the New York Post still, right? He owns the New York Post, yeah. But he, the Daily Mail is owned by other people. Aha. Uh-huh. A Viscount or something. Of this case. Some old British semi-royal family. <laughs> it's, uh, they have a bunch of titles. Well, it's quite a it's quite a source for good tabloid stories. And but as I said before, doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right. They'll put it up there if it's embarrassing or outrageous <laughs> or corrupt. Yeah. We need more each of that. Story, each story will look like it has a political slant, but they put all the stories up there. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. They go after everybody. That's, yeah, that's, that is, should which... be the spirit of all media is to go after everybody. They're this is bastards. what I was thinking about today because, you know, the crowd that wanted to get Trump, of course, he's corrupt and he lies all the time. Well, so does Biden. <laughs> yes. They're all corrupt. As a famous consultant to a radio said to us years ago, all politicians are a-holes. People hate them all. <laughs> yes. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. The problem with the Republicans, because now they get mocked a bit. You know, they had that big flash last week about all these payments that were made to Biden family members mm-hmm. coming from shady, corrupt communist sources, right? Yeah. But- the point was, well, they haven't proven anything yet. And the question I think the Republicans were asking, well, Hunter Biden and all these Biden family members, what were these payments for? Mm-hmm. All right, we know you got payments and bank deposits, <laughs> but what did you do to, quote, earn them? Right. Please explain. It must be something. And this writer in the Washington Post said, well, we saw the same thing with the Trump family. They got enriched. But the Trump response, which I thought was a good one, is we actually run businesses. Trump's got a real estate empire. What do the Bidens have? Mm-hmm. Besides feeding off the public trough for I mean, uh, 70 years or whatever he's been doing it at. I never, got, I never got a seven-figure check from a, from a uh, Chinese company or a Ukrainian gas yeah. utility. To, uh, please tell us what was it for. What did you do? Uh, I was consulting them. On their you were consulting them. Yeah, I think that's what Hunter Biden says when he's asked. Mr. I just gave them advice. Mr. They asked me a question about their business operations. Mr. Crackpipe pipe living in a tent in Hollywood. He was consulting. He was on Skid Row, I think. Yeah, he was. He ended up on downtown Skid Row at one point, homeless and what? uh what is that story? How did he end up there? And who got it? It wasn't that out? many years ago either. Did Biden send in uh, the military to take him away and, and, and send him to some uh I'm not sure. Was Biden was Biden VP at the time that happened? I, I don't know, been. but I, I don't understand. Because most of the time when you end up uh with your legs crossed on the sidewalk on Hollywood Boulevard or on Skid Row, and you're you're sucking on a meth pipe, you don't come back out of that. Um, Not on your own. Oh, you think they rescued him? Yeah, but that not that an interesting story? 
Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it was in his and book. He wrote where? a book, Hunter Biden, about his well, life. I ain't giving him money. <laughs> somebody's oh, gonna yeah, have, it is. Yeah. Somebody's uh, going to have to read it to me. People Magazine, April 9th, 2021. Hunter Biden writes a memoir to humanize addiction sufferers after living with the homeless crack addict. Um, yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't. This know. was when he was in Washington D.C., but I was trying to find when he was. He ended up. I, I don't know how he, that multi-million-dollar contracts, and I just love that the whole family was given money, or that was the way to uh, launder the money, right? To spread it around. That maybe yes. Hunter did all the work. But in order to make it look less uh, suspicious, uh, everybody got a piece of it. And I wonder if they kept it or they had to give it back or everything eventually went to Joe or Joe got a percentage like that. that, that I mean, I would, I would I would think somebody would find that out. I don't I don't expect the, the bastards at NBC to do it. But you think somebody in the United States of America would unravel this story? Well, I, my point was it's all corrupt. Politicians. It is corrupt. They really are. And uh, to try to pretend that the Biden family is somehow above this is just you're just being fake and phony after all these years of going after Trump for anything that he or his family members did. But again, they, at least they had a business. And all right. Yeah. So maybe because Trump was president, uh, it helped his hotel business or something like that. But, but what, what did the Bidens do at all for it, all these payments that went to all these family members? Investigate both of them. Lay out the facts on both sides. Do it all. Yeah, just, no. just, I did, you know, one of the terrible things about human nature, and I realize I spent all my life since I was five years old fighting what human nature is, which is never going to change. It's just a terrible, terrible affliction I have. But what the need people have to be in a tribe, to be part of a larger group, to identify with something, and, and, and then, to, then to idolize whoever the leader is of the group. I, uh, God, I, I read I read about this. Oh, I meant to bring this up on the air. We'll do it another day. But the, I just read about a, a Kenyan pastor who got dozens of people to starve themselves to death. It was one of these doomsday, yeah, doomsday doom. cults. Right. Did you read this thing? No, I know nothing about uh, it. I was in the New York Times the other day. But anyway, he got themselves to starve to death. And I'm thinking, God. That's control. Yeah, but I mean, this powerful impulse that people give their identity over to uh, 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 some charismatic figure or a larger group and then defend that group to the death and invest emotionally. And, and you no longer see all the terrible things about your group or your leader. And you always have to constantly fight the other side and demonize the other side. It's like, oh, my God, I, it's like it's hard to live on this planet with all this going on. All right, now we move over to uh, the California state budget. As you heard, Newsom announced last week that the deficit is now blowing up to over $30 billion. In fact, 31.8 to be exact. We could round it off to $32 billion. And we're not there yet. They don't have to come up with a budget until next month. However, one of the things that's being proposed in a new bill called the Safety Net for All Workers Act. You like that name? This, this would be a new one in the state of California and for the country, uh, unemployment for illegal aliens. And when you think about what happened to our unemployment system during the pandemic and how it got ripped off for over $30 <laughs> billion, and now uh, employers are probably going to be hit with increases to make up for some of the money because they, they have a big deficit to the federal government in this uh, California state unemployment fund. Uh, and, of course, uh, the, the people behind this are the union people. Remember that Elena Durazo, 
Used to be like uh, her name is she's state senator Maria Elena Durazo. She used to be a big oh, labor a figure communist. here in, in L.A. County. A labor figure in California is a communist, <laughs> and and they write bills that that takes uh, working people's money away and give it to anybody who's not working or shouldn't be here legally. That that's uh, what she's about. Three hundred dollars per week for up to twenty weeks with funds from the state unemployment right. fund. That's what's in the bill. So a year after giving thirty billion dollars away to worldwide criminals, now we're going to give away billions of dollars to illegal aliens who broke the law coming here. I'd like to know too if they were would ever be able to estimate how many illegal aliens who work in California are on the books versus off the books. Because obviously the argument's being made here: well, they're already paying payroll taxes. Why can't they benefit from unemployment? You, you know something? Well, that means that they're on the books. You know, that 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 is a non-argument because this has already been statistically detailed and proven. Whatever tax they pay is a really tiny amount. It yes, costs, it's often dwarfed by the benefits they need. It costs like $20 billion more in benefits than what they pay in taxes. So it's a little little sprinkling, a smattering of tax dollars compared to a, a, a waterfall that they get in return. So if I, whenever I see that phrase in a news story, I, I just see red. It's like, stop <laughs> it. That is a complete lie. Good Lord. It's like, oh, I, I, I gave a nickel. Now give me a $10 bill. And that's really what it is. All right, we got more coming up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the electric vehicles. A couple of stories popped up in the news, particularly about how, you may not know this, but the world, and when it comes to electric car batteries, is dominated by China. And it's a belief that from the cobalt uh, to the cathodes to the battery cells to the anodes, you wouldn't believe how much of the materials that goes into an electric car battery wouldn't exist without Chinese production. We'll talk about that. And we're also going to talk about uh, the experiences uh, of a New Jersey Ford dealership owner who's explaining the trouble he's having with EV sales. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Yeah, well, now we're at a topic we haven't talked about in a while, which is uh, the electric cars and the electric car batteries. Uh, we know that China, of course, uh, leads the world in fossil fuel production. Uh, but did you also know that when it comes to electric car batteries, they are so far ahead of the rest of the world? Uh, it says here in this New York Times story that uh, mining rare minerals, training engineers and building huge factories... The rest of the world may take decades to catch up with the Chinese. Even by 2030, China will make more than twice as many batteries as every other country combined. They control each step of the lithium-ion battery production, from getting the raw materials out of the ground to making the cars. So the advantages are expected to last for a long time. Now, in fact, they control 41% of John. 41% of of cobalt mining in the world. Yeah, the world's cobalt. It's Chinese-owned. Listen to these statistics. 73% of cobalt refining is in China. 77% of the cathodes. Cathodes are the uh, part of the battery that carries the charge. 77% made in China. The anodes, which is another part, 92% made in China. 
The battery cells, 66% assembled in China. The electric cars themselves, 54% built in China. Now, considering that, is it smart if you're running a state or a country to have a mandate that forces people to buy electric cars when China controls the entire process from mining the minerals to actually assembling the car? That sounds dangerous. Huh? Is it, Cars ain't going to go anywhere without the batteries, and if most of China's controlling most of that. I, I, I mean, why would you do that for obvious reasons? It'd be the last thing you do is mandate us to use a technology that China has a hammer lock on. Why are we going to put ourselves in that kind of subservient position? You know, at least we have a lot of oil and gas here in this country, and we have a lot of automobile manufacturing plants. But we've got nothing comparatively to what China has. I, I am, I'm a st- and why would we do this? And, uh, and then you think about, uh, you know, the millions of dollars that the Biden family has gotten from China, and it makes you wonder. Yeah, and again, you know, we've talked about the electric car batteries. Uh, it says here that it basically comes from very uh, electric cars use about six times more rare minerals than conventional cars because of the battery. And China gets to decide who gets the minerals first and at what price. That's what makes this very dangerous. Uh, graphite is mostly mined in China. U.S. producers synthesize graphite at a much greater cost. Western countries also own mines abroad and are trying to catch up with China, but they've been reluctant to put money into countries with unstable governments or mm-hmm. poor labor practices. China steps up, though. Apparently, uh, they've invested in Indonesia uh, to well, become the largest controller of nickel by 2027, which is another element they need. Well, you know what they do? They go into poor countries like uh, the Republic of Congo and say, you let us have all the cobalt in those mines, and we'll build schools and roads and bridges for you. We'll loan you the money to build the schools and the roads and the bridges. And the government says, okay, all right, loan us the money. We'll build those things, uh, and, and China will help build. They get all the cobalt, and then when the Congo can't pay back the loan, well, now China has them over a barrel, don't they? They can have total control of anything they want in the country because the Congo's in default. Uh, and while California tries to get everybody to drive electric vehicles, this story makes it clear that China dominates this market and also generates a lot of pollution from it. Chinese refineries benefit from less stringent environmental regulations. Grinding graphite causes air pollution. They- Processing nickel generates toxic waste which must be disposed of in special structures in the ocean or underground. Do you, don't you love the phrase, less stringent? Uh, There's hardly any air any. pollution regulations in China. Right. We, 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 we choke ourselves and hamstring ourselves with all our regulations. It's for the good of the planet. And then we allow China to take almost, almost entirely, it takes over almost entirely the, the business of electric cars without any pollution controls. So what, what's the point of what we're doing? I, 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 it is pretty ironic that we're pushing people towards electric everything, but particularly it, in California, electric cars. It, and some of it's controlled by China, and China's producing a lot of pollution doing it. Here's, here's an example. The cathode. That's the positive terminal on a battery. The most difficult and energy-intensive battery material to make. 
And it used to be you had to use nickel, cobalt, and manganese uh, to make the cathode. China's invested in a cheaper alternative. <laughs> they now have 50% of this cathode market made of lithium iron phosphate. Called LFP, right? LFP. And they've uh, already thought ahead and they grabbed the cheaper alternative too, huh? Yes. Today, the United States makes only 1% of the world's cathodes, and we're making the old version out of, out of, the, out of, out of nickel and uh, cobalt and manganese. We're making the old version. The new version, which is a lot cheaper, which is 50% of the market, is 100% made by China. We're not making anything out of lithium. Nothing. And even if we try, we have to team up with the Chinese companies because they have all the experience producing it. Ooh, how's this going to go? <laughs> I, I don't... And right out of the Trump playbook, China has the most electric cars on the road and nearly all of them use Chinese-made batteries. They enacted policies to block foreign rivals and raise their own consumer demand. And one of the manufacturers mentioned here is good old BYD. Remember BYD? Which stands for Build Your Dreams. But that's the company that... <laughs> Gavin Newsom contracted with to buy medical equipment, masks and stuff. Remember that? Yes, that's right. He got ripped off for billions of dollars buying these uh, BYD Chinese masks. And I think BYD also sent L.A. those electric buses that couldn't go uphill or electric. Uh, uh, oh, the, the ones that caught fire going uphill. Yeah, yes. same company. But they are uh, they're a big, big manufacturer. We are. We are run by stupidos. We really are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I read this story and I just, I just could not believe it. China I, can build battery factories at nearly half the cost of countries in North America, Europe, right. according to an expert. Because we have billions of of miles of regulations that companies have to wade through, right. and 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 so so if 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 it also says that here people are just not because still people are still buying traditional cars. That, nobody's really worried about building anything for electric car capacity in the United States. American investors don't really want to put money into the American electric car market or the components or any of that stuff. So I think China has spent more than $130 billion on research initiatives, government contracts, and consumer subsidies. Yeah. We spend our money on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, blue ribbon panels. That's what we do. All right, when we come back, uh, another side of this story uh, concerns, and this comes from Fox Business Channel, where they spoke to a uh, New Jersey Ford dealership owner who explains the trouble he's had uh, making any money on the sales of electric vehicles. We'll play for you what's in there. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640. Radio app. We're on the radio from one until four after four o'clock. The iHeart app. The IR. The iHeart oh. app. Oh my God. It's a tongue twister. Hold on. I'm having a seizure. The iHeart app is the, the home the app. of John and Ken on demand, which is our podcast. And you could hear this show in its entirety, any part you missed. Thank you. Yes, use that app to leave messages for a beloved moist line. We're taking the calls. Uh, you can use the microphone icon to leave a message, the John and Ken part of the app, KFI. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Headlines like you see and you really don't want to click. I guess Jane Fonda's making the media rounds. Uh, she's like on the cover of People this week. Or uh, the time she saw Michael Jackson naked. Ew. Do you really want to click that no. story? No, okay. no, no, no. I, I don't do have to. That. I don't have to do that. No, don't do that. Don't feed into it. I, it got me though. I mean, it's, it's a stopper. When, Artie, how would that have happened? There's millions of moron Americans who are going to click on that. <laughs> we don't have to. That is an ethnicity now, you know, moron American. Yeah. Uh, another intruder story making the news this afternoon, too, although most people don't know him. I actually have seen him in uh, appearances before the press. Uh, Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan. Mm. He sometimes gets into these arguments with reporters about uh, national security issues. He does these little press conferences. He says some intruder broke into his Washington home at the end of April. A very drunk guy got into his home at three in the morning confused, intoxicated, didn't even know what was going on. Sullivan confronted the man, told him to leave. He then went outside his home to warn the agents because apparently oh, they got by. he does get protection, but they missed this one, right? <laughs> I don't know how many guys he has looking after his house, but they missed the drunk guy getting in. And how good could a drunk guy get into your home? Right? Wouldn't he just use the front door? <laughs> he would make a lot of noise, too, yeah, right? He wouldn't even try a window. Probably, He's too... probably smashing his head against the... As the story says, it follows a string of disturbing breaches of security involving politicians and government officials. Yeah, and we well. mentioned the baseball bat attack in that uh, congressman's office yesterday. But everybody likes to go back to the Pelosi story. Sure, the well, hammer on the head. Beat with a with a hammer. All right, well, back to the electric cars, and uh, we bring you another story, which apparently we've, we've excerpted from Fox Business. Uh, reporter Stuart Varney, he's got a show there, John. Well, uh, Stuart Varney's the host, and the reporter is uh, Jeff. Forgot his last name, but right. uh, but the reporter is interviewing uh, a New Jersey Ford dealership owner in Tom's River about how the dealership owner is losing money on EV sales, and he explains why, and how Ford itself is losing a lot of money on this EV experiment. So here's the story. Tom Maoli owns seven dealerships. Stuart wants to know, do you make or lose money on EVs? You know, your, your parent company, Ford, they lose a lot of money on EVs. How about you? Ford is getting crushed, and you know, the dealers are getting crushed. We're making money on the sale of the EV, but the setup of the infrastructure, it's several hundred thousand dollars to bring chargers in and set them up so that we could charge these cars and... And Ford wants this, and the, and the manufacturer wants us to have them available for the consumer to come down on the weekends and charge their cars for free. 
Do they do that at your other hearing? You know, they don't. They don't come down and charge for free. And, you know, along with the several hundred thousand dollars, the big issue is the power companies, when you call the power company to bring the power in to put these chargers into dealerships, the power is not available. They don't have it for you. Sounds like a lose-lose there. Uh, I want to put the numbers up, just so we're clear. You know, Ford made money last quarter. They expect, though, to lose $3 billion this year on electric vehicles. In Q1, they lost $722 million. And, and the credit to Ford, they actually break it out. Other automakers sort of hide the losses. Correct. Ford does not. They lose like $60,000 an EV. Yes, no one has figured out how to make money on, on the sale of an EV. The manufacturer hasn't figured it out. The finance companies can't make money or the banks because no one can figure out the residual value of, of a used electric car when it comes back in. So, they, so no one wants to finance it. No one wants to take them in on trade. It's Right now it's a disaster. Not everybody, as a Ford dealer, uh, Stuart, will speak out about this. Uh, you know, everybody kind of tries to go along a little bit. Tom uh, has no problem speaking truth to power. So that's Jeff Flock. That's the reporter's name for Fox Business. So go through the numbers again. Ford lost $3 billion in the last year on electric vehicle sales. $3 billion in the first quarter alone. Seven hundred and twenty-two million. They're losing sixty thousand dollars per vehicle they sell. This this Ford dealer in Tom's River, New Jersey, is losing money on each EV. They're forced to buy electric chargers, which are expensive. And get this, they had this idea that people were going to come on weekends and charge their electric vehicle. Because I guess people are complaining they can't find chargers anywhere. Uh, you know. Right. Tesla's got a good system, but a lot of the other companies don't have much for you. So I guess they were offering that as an incentive. Right. You but come here and charge it. Nobody's showing up anyway. And then the final bit is that the power companies can't seem to supply the power to for these electrical chargers. That's strange. Wow. I mean. What a botch. What a colossal botch. And this is at one dealership in Toms River, New Jersey. And key, key little uh, tidbit on the end there. All the other dealers are having the same problem, but everybody's afraid to speak out, right? Because right now it's not proper to criticize electric vehicles. We all have to go along and pretend it's the most wonderful thing here. It's sacred. It's for the climate. We have to pray to the climate god and ask for forgiveness for fouling the planet. It's a load of crap. They, the banks won't even lend money. Nobody knows if these things are worth anything once they've been pre-owned. Yeah, it's still too early to tell wow. exactly what the resale value is going to be. Uh, Ford has appears to be they have three all-electric vehicles. The Ford Mustang. I've actually seen that one on the road a few times. Uh, the Ford F-150 Lightning and the Ford E-Transit van. But I guess what he's saying there, it cost him so much to produce these cars. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah, wait. here's the story. Ford expects to lose roughly $3 billion from the electric vehicle arm of the company this year. The increased losses are expected due to money being spent on manufacturing facilities in Tennessee and Kentucky, as well as the addition of alternative battery chemistries. Hmm, that's an interesting, uh, it's just a small <laughs> excerpt I'm reading from Car and Driver. Maybe because China has such a, such a stronghold on the car battery electric vehicle industry from beginning to end. Maybe Ford is throwing billions to try to develop its own system. Right. Be yeah, this came out, this story came out in March. Because about, they think, though, that, uh, well, they say they claim that sales are rising. But, you know, people are going to have a bad experience. Sales are not going right. to rise. But so. if you're losing $60,000 
per sale. And you still don't have a place to plug in the... Does that mean, what, the, the cost of producing the vehicle and they're selling it for such a lower price to get them, to get them sold that they're mm. losing that much money? I, I guess. 60 How can it cost... I don't know what the prices are on these, but... I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, Tesla has worked because they targeted wealthy people who don't care what they're paying for a car, and they're getting heavy government subsidies. And 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 uh, what's his name? Elon Musk is selling the carbon credits because his company is so green oriented, right? So that that's how he makes his profits. Now, whether Ford has all those same advantages, I don't know. But you know what? Screw Ford because Ford next year is go- is the first American auto company, first one that's going to produce a gas powered car without an AM radio. So this is what I didn't understand. I'm looking at the prices here. The 2023 Ford Mustang Mach-E, which is the Mustang I mentioned, mm-hmm. it's starting at $45,000. they are losing $60,000 on a car. <laughs> and I looked up the truck, and uh, the, the 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning starts at $62,000. they are really losing $60,000. I, I mean, these prices are high for your average car buyer, but right. if they're losing that much money on, on each vehicle, that's yeah. hard to I, believe. I don't, and, and like he said... Uh, all the other car companies are hiding their losses right now. They're buried inside a, a general profit and loss statement. Uh, Ford is the only one that's releasing the EV division numbers. Right. So it makes me think. All right. So so the com- the companies are largely covering up their losses, and the dealers are largely not talking out loud about all the problems they're having from the charging stations and the lack of power and the lack of profit. And the lack of interest in a lot of areas in this country. So uh, when when is the great reckoning on this? When does everybody wake up and and say, "Wow, this is turning out to be a bust"? Lots of hype, uh, no follow through. Yeah, they are apparently producing two new battery cell factories in Kentucky and a third one in Tennessee. Ford is so. I based on that story we just talked about the last segment that China is right. controlling. They're trying to do something so they don't have to buy all this expensive it, uh, batteries from uh, China. <laughs> Let's say China wants to is going to invade Taiwan at some point, right? They want to reunite Taiwan. Taiwan to China is like the Ukraine is to Russia. They feel that's a natural part of their nation. Eventually, they go in there and say, "Okay, this is ours," and we're supposed to defend Taiwan. Well. What if we do and China retaliates by saying, oh, looks like no more electric cars or car batteries for you. (laughs) Then what do we do after we've been mandated to drive gas-powered cars? Yeah, California has a mandate coming up next decade. And by the way, do you think Gavin Newsom is intelligent enough to process that entire issue we just laid out? No. Do you think he's capable? Uh, We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, there were big hearings today in Congress over AI, artificial intelligence. You had the big wonky wonks in Washington, D.C. called in the experts. What's going to happen to us? How dangerous is this? Do you think uh, these congressmen had the slightest idea what the tech guys were talking about? Uh, these these are guys who don't uh, still don't send email. The Congress, well, the that's dangerous. You could yeah. get hacked. Yeah, Some vital classified information no. that you might write in an email could be. I think AI is going to destroy what's uh, the fragments left of society. 
<laughs> well, we'll see what uh, was talked about. We talked to ABC News after 3 o'clock, one of their technology experts, as to what this is all about. But I think it was mostly over the dangers sure. of artificial intelligence. I, I see uh, there's a, there's a, IBM has an AI ethics board. That's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I heard a reporter say this morning, well, the concern is they always thought the day would come when machines, you know, computers were really at that incredibly high a level that they're running everything. But it seems to be coming much faster, than, decades faster than people thought. Yeah. No, I, I saw I saw something that was heartwarming in an AI story this week. That's going to wipe out a lot of lawyers. Oh yeah, yeah. Because right. a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of lawyer work is based. You can on, have the, the the programs and the. Uh, oh sure, every every uh, decision ever made, every transcript, every record of all the hearings and all the judgments. Yeah, they can and look all up the all trials. the cases, right? Yeah, so instantaneously. Because a friend told an me an algorithm what, can be a lawyer, right? Yeah, a friend of mine told me what's likely to happen is yes, an algorithm will process. The history of all the legal actions in the history of the world or in the history of the United States and then tell you, well, here's what your case usually settles for. Here's what the case, you know, because why go through a jury trial and the negotiation and the lawyer fees and, you know, the, the, the expenses and this and that. It's like, hey, you know, you got a 92% chance that you'll end up winning a million and a half dollars out of this. So both sides settle, right? Yes. All right. So we'll get into this after... Uh... Three o'clock. Back in the real world, with real concerns, what could happen to you? What are we? Oh, we're in May here, right? Nice uh, middle of the springtime. This was breaking news yesterday afternoon in a neighborhood in Encino. Here are some details from ABC7 anchor Mark Brown. At 11, a frightening bee attack caught on camera. Neighbors in Encino calling for help as the angry bees swarm. One of the first responders, this man. We've learned he's an LAPD volunteer assigned to the West Valley Division. Those bees stinging him dozens of times. At one point, he collapses to the ground as he tries to escape the swarm. The LAPD says he was taken to the hospital for treatment and observation. Tonight, listed in condition. Air 7 HD overhead when that crew of beekeepers finally arrived using a ladder. They focused treatment on the swarm that had gathered in the eaves of a nearby home. You can clearly see the swarm of bees surrounding the beekeeper's head here. Luckily, he was kept safe by the special equipment that he wears. He says the bees' behavior was very aggressive and he had no choice but to use a powerful insecticide to kill the swarm to make the neighborhood safe. Wow. I heard several people refer to them as angry bees, and I was like, well, what got them angry? What? Uh, angry attacking bees. They were worked uh, up over something. I I don't want to downplay this. When I was a kid, I, I you know, good old wiffle ball in the backyard, John. Uh, yeah. And one of the balls got plunked into a big bush, so yeah. we had to go digging in it or find it. Well, you know what came after us? Uh, I got stung like six times. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my friends did too. We all went running. Oh, yeah, we, we found a hive in there. Well, you got to get that ball, right? Oh, I mean, of course. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah, there they go. But they're, they, they, they're very organized. I mean, they go very fast oh, and They'll protect line. the hive and the queen or right whatever at they're you. doing. Yeah, yeah, there's a queen inside. That poor guy, do you see the picture of him there? He, uh, this the one who stumbled. An LAPD and, and... volunteer. Apparently, he got the call about the bee swarm, and he went there to see if he could help, and they swarmed him. And he, and he dropped to his knees. He stumbled and fell to the ground and banged his head. Yep. Yeah, he's supposed he was... to be doing fine. Um, say, I... no, no. <laughs> that was. <laughs> we have the audio. KFI had a microphone. Fortunately, he's the... okay, Eric. We have <laughs> the a... video was. It was something. It was funny. He's in stable it, no, condition at a local. I, no, hospital. I saw it live on the air. I, I was laughing. 
I, I was, it's cruel. It's wrong. I should it be ashamed of myself. It is wrong to laugh, John. But there was something bees about bees can be dangerous, even it, though it's funny because they're small. Well, just because he, he was a big guy with, with, with a bald head, and he's yeah, but you get a thousand bees jumping on you. <laughs> Look, I'm not a good person. You're I think, not a good I, think I made that clear for a long time here. So don't don't be shocked and amazed. But when I see a guy, you know, fall down, face down, because a bunch of bees are chasing him, that's a cartoon to me. So, well, I'll admit what I heard cracked me up too. I heard a bee expert. <laughs> he had kind of an accent. This is basically what he said. You have a swarm like this, you get away as fast as you can. You go inside your home, close your windows and lock your doors. And I said, lock your doors? Lock your doors? The, pee, the bees can get in through an open well, door. They can jiggle it. I mean, with the their lock is going to stop them? They can bolt across the middle? They can jiggle it with their stinger. <laughs> I didn't get that, that I have to lock my doors. I could see going inside shutting the windows, right? They might find a way in. So, I, came, I just found that funny. Lock your doors like it's a, a, a mugger, a rapist, a murderer. All right. Yesterday was the slowest local news day in history because I came home. <laughs> My wife was watching the news. I was sitting on the couch talking, and my I got distracted by by the bee chase, and I realized, oh my god, Channel Seven has a helicopter overhead, right? And they're they're tracking the 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 fire guy who's stumbling down, banging his head on the ground, and and they have they have the coverage, a close in shot. You can see the bees swarming. You see the guys in the hazmat suits showing up, and I go, geez, this is live continuous coverage of a swarm of bees. So I switched to the top of the news, Channel 11, and they're leading with it. They have a helicopter. They got a reporter on the scene. They got the same, uh, they run in the uh, the tape of, of the fire guy stumbling and falling. It's like, this is it, huh? This is the only story out there. It was a big story yesterday afternoon. It seemed minor. Oh. All right, coming up next, we're going to take a look at this uh, hearing today in Congress over artificial intelligence and the dangers and how fast it's progressing and what it all means. We're going to talk to a technology reporter with ABC News Next. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. In for Deborah Mark, Mark Groner, live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.